0: 2012. This is episode six of Errand of Mercy. My name is Garen Thomas.
1: And my name is Simon Payne.
0: I was going to sing into this week's show, wasn't I? Yeah. Oh, well, it's that one.
1: <laughs> there we go. There'll be other shows. There'll, There'll be, other be other shows and other musical number numbers.
0: Do you know, like, you, you do a feature, it's called Shit Music Terrible People. We do that, like, every week. Um, we've had a few songs that, like, have generally done pretty well in the charts. Yeah. Do you remember the, the worst one, as far as I'm concerned, was that Maroon 5 song? Payphone, Payphone. Was it like the other day, I turn on the radio, it's like, Maroon 5, and number one in the charts. The first time this band has managed to be the number one single. And I was like, fucking really?
1: So that, that not only is that number one, it's been climbing since we talked about it. So it's been gradually moving up and up and up the charts.
0: When it was the Summer Solstice, that was the number one single, right? Yep. So essentially that means it was the Summer
1: Jam. Is that is that officially yeah, the Summer how, Jam?
0: I'm pretty sure that's how that works, yeah? I that's thought... How- I thought
1: Call Me Maybe was was the summer jam. I thought that was our summer jam for this summer.
0: Well, I I assumed Florida with Whistle was going to be the summer jam. But, you know, that's actually below Marine 5. Really? Rounding up out our shit music terrible people. Um, Rihanna's at six. um, Being beaten by Chris Brown,
1: he's in second. Oh, you're... (laughs) That's such a... (laughs) More than anybody else. You have an innate understanding of how difficult it was for me to avoid talking about Chris Brown yeah. last week. And now you just drop that one straight at the top of the show. Hello So any any people who aren't fans of domestic violence have probably already disconnected. So we've lost basically all of our, um, of, yeah. All of our listeners. Yeah, I, I think,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean I, I, I'm general, gen, genuinely considering not listening to a show now because it's a joke, <laughs> I just
1: You're just going to talk but not listen to what I'm saying. Just yeah. say stuff and hope it works. Yeah, I hope it all fits together. Don't don't leave. Come back. There's 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 good stuff to come.
0: That's a position of the world we're in. People actually bought that fucking Maroon Five single, and also and people, people bought moved the a, a, a famed wife beater into second position in the charts.
2: Yeah, good like, work,
0: really? world. Way to, go, work. Way to go, Britt. Way to go!
1: Yeah, it's it's not cool. Have we
0: had have we had a Jesse J? Because I know we've talked about Jesse J, haven't we? Has, has, she, has she had a loving re- lesbian relationship? Yeah,
1: let me have a look.
0: I don't think she has, but um, that she's been in the news as well, not for the reasons you know we'd kind of encouraged her to go for. she's been sued by a, a singer in the US who once ever heard of. he he, he released a track which no one's ever heard of so i'm going to say what it is but yeah he's basically saying that he she ripped off his track and is trying to sue her for ripping off his stuff it's it's a it's a music story that's happened repeatedly throughout the ages yes yes apparently he like uploaded a video to youtube he was like this is my song and here's the bit where she ripped off my song. Like, yeah. here's my song. This is the bit in her song that's like ripped. And the, the, that video was taken down by Jesse J's lawyers because he used parts of her song in
1: <laughs> it. Oh, mate, you you just oh yeah. Welcome like
0: layers well, within like layers yeah. of copyright infringement going on there.
1: Yeah. So so did you get to see the um, the aforementioned song before it was taken down?
0: no i don't like quite honestly simon it's funny but i don't give a shit
1: you don't give a shit
0: if you make a song that's shit enough to be written like ripped off by jesse j essentially your music was worthless to begin with so yeah yeah, you
1: have a point there you have a point there yeah yeah i I agree with you um (laughs) so speaking of jesse j our other our second least favorite female pseudo songwriter singer girl is lana del rey or um, what was her um, what was her old name? Lizzie something. Yeah, Lizzie. Liz. Lizzie Grant. Liz, yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie Grant. Slash Marilyn Monroe, slash Jackie Anassis. It's, slash anyone she's written. Yeah, Lizzie yeah. Grant. I don't
0: want people to look up the song because it's terrible and will make yeah. you angry. But yeah. what's, what's the song
1: called, son? The song is called National Anthem. Uh, and it it features a lot of confusing things Um, there's a lot of conflicting ideas a lot of a lot of symbolism which doesn't seem to make sense essentially have you seen the movie sucker punch g
0: no but what what you're saying is that it's empty and without merit
1: yes it's empty and without merit but with 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 illusions of its own grandeur massive illusions um, on the website that I have the lyrics up on there is a looping video of One Direction playing as well which is starting to <laughs> that's,
0: a, that's a great combination right yeah, there
1: Which is starting to wind me up They're they're massive in America now I didn't realise that until I went on the internet recently and everybody's talking about them
0: Yeah like One Direction and I think The Wanted are pretty massive in America yeah. as well It's kind of crazy
1: So Simon Cow, first off before we T- talk about child music, Simon Cow. We'd just like to thank you for taking your shit elsewhere. <laughs> you're like I guess, a, yeah. you're, a, you're like a polite pop music gypsy. Thank you for moving on. Before we had to ask you, may you make many many pennies out of well cents out and dollars out of the Americans with your Colour by Numbers boy band. That's Landau Ray. The song is called yeah. National Anthem. The video itself. Um, is very confusing. It appears to be alluding to the fact that she's Coco Chanel and Marilyn Monroe Monroe and Jackie Onassis simultaneously. Yeah. That's...
0: Like, I I, I was definitely... I mean, it starts off with her, like, pretend... Like, the video starts with her, like, doing the Marilyn Monroe, like, happy birthday to you, Mr. President thing.
1: Yeah.
0: And then rapidly segs into her being Jackie Onassis, because that makes sense.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: You know, being being those two people isn't kind of,
1: you know, mutually impossible. Whatever,
0: but yeah, like, and as you pointed out, singing like Coco Chanel.
1: Yeah, so there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of talking on this song, in a way that suggests that she's trying to do a bit of a Lady Gaga thing, but without any of the interestingness that makes Lady Gaga barely palatable.
0: Uh, also, possibly suggesting that she can't get her lyrics to work, so just needs to like talk every yeah, now and just then. Just talk them.
1: She's trying to be those three people simultaneously, and she's obviously trying to capture a zeitgeist of a bygone age, failing miserably because it's Lana Del Rey.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like it, the video is kind of. As, well, I mean, I said it, it's filtered through Instagram essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's like everything's got a slight sepia wash.
1: Yeah that's not right. how you make things look authentically 60s just making it look authentically instagram that just makes it look like instagram nobody really yeah. likes instagram we we're kind of done with that now the <laughs> song itself um doesn't really resemble a song at all there's no real rhyming scheme there's
0: no or rhyming or in, in fact even yeah yeah there's no sort of yeah good rhythm going on it's just yeah. some lines that they don't know if they don't work <laughs> Yeah. like fucking hell stop writing your own songs
1: yeah well we told you get burt baccarat on it Just he t- wouldn't write this shit he'd write hits after hits after hits and you'd definitely capture that sound you're looking for yeah
0: get burt baccarat and hal david together yeah I, I, like are they both I, are they both still alive well
1: i hope one of them is yeah, because
0: otherwise... maybe i can sort out it's really annoying because like her lyrics make no sense it doesn't yeah flow as a song but yeah. it's kind of well produced
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so it's somebody's like, sunk so a lot put a lot of work, into, work this. into this yeah into this pile of shit uh, so, so the lyrics go as follows money is the anthem of success so before we go out what's your address so that lyric that lyric rhymes fair enough you know? kind of yeah Doing all right? All right. You, you've started all right yeah i'm your national anthem god you're so handsome take me to the Hampsons, bugatti veyron
0: what yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like Straight it's up. like um right i really need to i really need to plug for i want someone to buy me a bugatti veyron here yeah. bugatti, uh, i'll just i'll just put money. it at the, i'll just put it at the end of another lyric
1: yeah so she's doing a pseudo 60s throwback thing yeah but the, but bugatti veyron probably one of the most modern, modern cars yes, that, is modern that, that get today. Cars. It's more technologically advanced than quite a few space exploration...
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Apollo moon, moon mission would have gone a lot better if they had if a Bugatti Veyron. It, we, I imagine yeah. if the moon buggy was a Bugatti Veyron.
1: That would be amazing.
0: But, but no, but, instead Lana it, Del Rey's got one.
1: Yeah, in the 60s somehow. and And then we continue on in a similarly terrible vein. He loves to romance him, reckless abandon, holding me for ransom, upper echelon. So I believe that's what's rhyming with Bugatti Veyron.
0: But you see, that's like, it's like all the lyrics make sense, apart from the fact that she's just like, oh, I can't work out how to make this rhyme. I'll just stick Bugatti Veyron at the end of yeah. this line and upper That'll echelon at the end of this line. Job fucking done.
1: Yeah.
3: He says, I
0: like to think that she did that. She like slapped her hands together. Yeah. Job done.
1: Yeah, job done. Right, that's it. Where's my money, money, bitches? <laughs> oh fuck! How much is she getting paid? Probably too much. Gee, try not to think about it. Yeah. He says to be cool, but I don't know how yet. Wind in my hair, hands on the back of my neck. I say, can we party later on? He said yes, yes
0: right yeah (laughs) moving swiftly
1: off tell me i'm your national anthem oh yeah baby bow down making me so wow wow tell me i'm your national anthem sugar sugar how now take your body downtown take your body downtown is a lyric from a different one of her songs
0: it's it's but like it's the lyric from everyone's song. It's yeah. not it's not a lyric. It's just a yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> so she's trying to she's trying to self refer her own songs within other songs, which you can never do.
0: I think when people first started saying "Take your body downtown," back when like I don't know, you know who came up with that lyric. It was probably like ludicrous or something came up with that. It was about people giving like women giving him a blowjob, job, right? Yeah. Now it's just, I think it's just, what's that even mean? Does it I mean I going know. to a party?
1: I don't know. There's yeah, like literally, like it's a literal
0: description. Oh, of Lit- Literally take your, your kind of corporeal form yeah. downtown. I built, like, and by downtown, it. I mean like the built up area of this city. Yeah, please. I'd like
1: you to remove your body from this room and take it onto a bus maybe you want to be green don't need to take the car let's be environmentally conscious here let's let's take it downtown i mean down to you know where everybody goes to restaurants and stuff maybe go to a club it'll be, it'll be nice, nice. <laughs> which is actually a nice, it'll be nice. Upper echelon. <laughs> yeah it will be it'll be very nice yes yes can we party later on hand on the back of my neck <laughs> Red, white, blues in the skies, summers in the air and baby heavens in your eyes. I'm your national anthem. The thing I don't like about it also is that felt like it was building to quite a satisfying series of things that had rhythm to them. But then we end that part of the song and we move to a terrible one.
0: Well, yeah. oh, oh, wait, we moved from the terrible part of the song to the terrible part of the song. Yes,
1: a different terrible part of the song. Money is the reason we exist. Everybody knows it. It's a fact. Kiss, kiss. I sing the national anthem when I'm standing over your body. Hold you like a python. What?
0: Well, well. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, OK. All right, fair enough.
1: And you can't keep your hands off me or your pants on see what you've done to me give me chevron what what no you. chevron is like a brand of isn't that like a kind of tyre is it like I think it's like car oil right? Yeah, it's a type of car oil what? <laughs> why would we give you car oil you insane bitch you said to be cool but I'm already coolest I said to get real don't you know what you're dealing with um, do you think you'll buy me lots of diamonds? And I'm pronouncing it like she does. Yeah, di- the... diamonds. Diamonds. Yes, I also brought my gun. What well, like this is just fucking nonsensical. <laughs> like it's, just so awesome. it's so terrible. It it's is.
0: literally just so like like the reason she put gun in there was yeah. to rhyme with Chevron, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, with like uh Upper Echelon Bilgati Veyron chevron gun, chevron gun. <laughs> yes those are all you're words fucking done money oh. hey hey simon
0: does this song go anywhere else that we can move to like brush over to it does something
1: You su- so you're suggesting that maybe we should take our bodies downtown
0: yeah just downtown to because i'm sure i'm sure eventually the the song gets to a point where it lyrically makes sense right
1: Maybe... I'm going to skip ahead a couple of verses. There's a lot of tiny verses here as well. I'm going to skip ahead a bit. Boy, you have landed, babe in the land of, sweetness and danger, Queen of Saigon. What?
0: Right, cool. Just.
1: It's like... It's like a random word generator. Yeah,
0: essentially what happens in this song, because the music video is seven and a half minutes long, yeah. right? So it starts off with like two minutes, like a minute of her pretending to be Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Then there's the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. Then yeah. the song happens, and I use song in the loosest term possible. Yeah. Then, the, then we see the Kennedy assassination again. Yeah. And then she just talks about some stuff. Yeah. Literally. So she to half the song is just her talking about stuff.
1: Have you heard of badtranslator.com? Like yeah,
0: like yeah. sites like Lost in Translation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It sounds like the output of that. Like you just put a bunch of words into it and it retranslates them and then translates them back and you get, boy, you have landed, babe, in the land of sweetness and danger, Queen of Saigon. Like what? <laughs>
0: It's actually like some really popular sort of like Chinese pop song, and she's maybe just put it, it into is. Google Translate. Maybe that's, that's, the, that's the only way I can make this make
1: sense. She's given up on ripping off Western themes; as she's moved to the Far East. Maybe, maybe it's a Korean pop song that she's directly translated. That's totally possible. Totally possible. I have for
0: Korean listeners. Yeah. Please tell me if there's a massive like Twitter beef going on between 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 Sistar and... between
1: Sistar and Lionel Ray. Maybe Girls Generation will will be after her.
0: I was kind of like, I have heard a couple of Korean pop songs, but I, I wouldn't be able to name any Korean pop artists. So I'm quite glad i got you on side. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of them due to a cancer I had in my life a while ago that I cut out had it removed. Yeah. <laughs> a very skilled surgeon who I thought I could trust came and removed Oh, it, <laughs> I'm oh. probably going to have to cut this bit out as well. Well, no, maybe. 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 I, maybe. I could have enjoyed it. I think our listeners will enjoy it. Maybe leave it in.
0: Maybe. I, mean, I think you should leave it in. I think kind of our listeners will enjoy it. People who don't know you. Maybe we'll get like a reading on an aspect of your life, but not like too deep. Not too deep.
1: There you go. Thank you. Make us- of that what you will. Make, make of that what you will, listeners. Uh, so, Lana Del Rey, what are you doing? You've got worse. Like We we made a bunch of statements that we felt like they were reasonably well-researched. We know you're trying to be Dusty Springfield. We know she was written by Burt Baccarat. We made a number of suggestions. You could have taken them on board. You chose to make this, which isn't is worse. How did you make it worse? What are you doing?
0: I think... There, there was a there was a notable death this week. Now that I think about it, almost certainly caused by Lava Del Rey. Yeah, I think everything bad in the world this week probably.
1: Probably, um, I think you're correct. you heard?
0: The, um, it was it was big news. A tortoise died. Did you hear about this? It's a tortoise, no. like no. the the last like type of a particular type of giant tortoise, yeah. passed away. Um, he was called Lonesome George.
1: Oh, I know about Lonesome George. Is he dead? He's dead, man.
0: He's, he, he's died. He is no more. Wow. Since the age of, they think, probably about 100, he has now passed away. So his entire species of tortoise doesn't exist anymore. He was the last one. Yeah. But so instead of
1: awesome, epic, long living giant tortoises, we've got upper echelon, Pigatty <laughs> Veyron
0: but it's kind of like it was kind of sweet cause like in the story they we were saying like how for the last basically 40 years they've been trying like desperately trying to get him to have sex with another tortoise and he's like
1: I
3: ain't doing it I'm 235
0: exactly well I mean I think there's a lot of angles you could take it's basically just like he wasn't into lady tortoises
1: maybe maybe oh man how if you're the last member of your tortoise species you're literally the last tortoise left and you're also gay. That is a that's Ouch. a bad place to be in. It's a bad
0: place to be. So yeah, the world's last gay giant tortoise has passed I'm away. Gonna... Oh, but yeah, no, I was quite sad, but I just I just like but it was also like the thing kind of like oh, he's the last of the species, he really needs to have sex and like no no no. I'm it's like to do it. It's like that whole thing with like pandas. Maybe yeah. it was their time to go. Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe they've decided they're done with this.
0: Uh, well, your species is entirely incapable of having sex. Mm. Mm. All, right. All right, okay. Maybe that's we should a- just let
1: we should just let you finish finish. Well, not finish each other off, but you know, <laughs> if you did that, that would wouldn't, wouldn't be a problem. We'll just let you not finish each other off and then die. Uh, Poor lonesome George.
0: But yeah, that, that's that's our biology news for the week. Yeah. There is, was, um, yeah, no. I I thought it was important to tell tell everyone that he's, yeah, it's quite sad. He must but be you know, maybe it was their time. That's the way I feel yeah. about
1: it. Maybe to be honest, Lonesome George. I remember watching Blue Peter do a thing about Lonesome George when I was really little.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: he's. He's he's been known for a while as really, really old, like way too old. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like, man, this tortoise is really old and lonely. <laughs> just yeah. Just
1: let yeah. it be. Just maybe let him he be. He
0: just didn't like other like you know, some people just don't like people. Maybe he's like, just, it, yeah, he maybe was he was, like he was just literally a dick.
1: A, a misanthropic tortoise. Like he was really racist. Like they're trying they're bringing loads of tortoises in. It's like, why won't you have sex with these tortoises? It's like, I ain't gonna breed with no jews. <laughs> Yeah, really hates
0: Jewish torts. Yeah. or, or like you, George. Or, or, George yeah. I'm glad you're dead.
1: Yeah, you're a dick, sitting in there in that tank of yours, staring at me with your hate-filled eyes. <laughs> Fucking dick. Oh. Wow, man. The press really turned on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like,
0: they are really into it. Really, just like yeah. yeah. So over loans and George now. Yeah,
1: me too. We've just been through. Uh, we've just been through all of the stages of mourning, and in about three and a half minutes.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's, cool. that's good. There you I'm go. Glad we got that out of our systems. I'm glad. I'm glad our, we and our listeners have now got that out of our systems.
1: Yeah. It's been a been a crazy old week. Then, george George's dead.
0: I f- I think you know. I kind of like to take it a bit crazy. Yeah. So, conspiracy theory of the week.
1: Oh yeah, go on. Um, let's hear what's going on.
0: Like, I I literally just, like, stumbled, like, I, I didn't have a conspiracy theory of the week for this week, um, so I went to my favourite website for Wacky News, Russia Today.
1: <laughs> yes. Russia yes
0: to, <laughs> like, if no one's ever been on Russia Today, you should, because it's, yeah. it's basically the news, but, like, in a mirror universe, it's awesome. <laughs> amazing. In 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 mirror universe of um, Russia today, yeah. like Syrian government of the good guys,
1: <laughs> it's like <laughs> really
0: yeah, like literally the front story is about how all the rebels in Syria are terrible, and it's great. It's honestly, it's like the anti like <laughs>
1: anti <laughs> like but, like news from a parallel universe.
0: Yeah, pretty much. They also have just wacky stories from around Russia. You, you, I think you might have heard of this, Simon. A couple of our listeners might have. There's, um, there's a mysterious object at the bottom of the Baltic Ocean. The Baltic, yes, system.
1: yeah, um, I do know about this.
0: Basically, a few years ago, they we were doing like a sonar scan of the Baltic and found an object that looked a bit like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I mean, to be clear, it wasn't the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. It was just a massive lump of rock.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> but it's bit. not the Millennium Falcon.
0: But yeah, Russia today repeatedly reports it as a mysterious ufo shaped object <laughs> um, but at the moment a team of swedish treasure hunters are in what is clearly not in any way a publicity stunt trying to yep. dive down and, and and recover the ufo on in the baltic sea and it's really awesome because basically a few weeks ago they like we've got some really big news to tell you in a week yeah <laughs> like, that that's always you know it's it's legit when they can't tell you right now, but in a, in
1: a week in a week it's gonna fucking explode but right now can't tell you about it still it, still it, looking into it still it, still amalgamating all the sources still working out like, what we're gonna say
0: there's been like government agencies around us, so we're like trying to brush them off but seriously in a week we're gonna blow the lid wide open and you're what? like that's when you know that stuff's definitely happening well you know the times come and yeah. went. They've said that the object they've found it's it's not like the Millennium Falcon. It's a giant mushroom. It's a huge mushroom. Okay. Like object shaped object with an egg shaped portal on the top of it, and <laughs> okay. a a, 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 a three hundred meter that can only be described as a runway stretches away from the spaceship, <laughs> which is shaped like a mushroom. Okay. And, Portal on it. Okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they they can't show us any pictures of it. Okay, have they got
1: any really weird looking Geiger esque artist renderings? They do. They have, have.
0: They the Russia Today has a, a, a wonderful related stories. It's Baltic UFO. New de, new details with photos. I would like to say whatever photos is literally a drawing they've taken off DeviantArt. <laughs> <laughs> a t- a number of the photos. And this isn't it, just like
1: like some hack news website. This yeah. is the news website of Russia. Like this yeah, is like, like the is BBC like, of nuts, Russia. News.
0: Like, if you go on Freeview, like Russia Today is on on Freeview right after CNN. Wow. It goes like BBC Sky News, CNN, Russia Today. Wow. <laughs> One of the other photos in their pictures is a picture of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Literally, like, just it says, it's like, the caption is "Millennium Falcon Star Wars ship."
1: <laughs> so, so the question is: Are Russia today doing journalism right or amazing? <laughs> They're doing
0: it so right. Doing it like, so I, right, should, I should
1: say the reason,
0: unfortunately, that there aren't any photos there is a picture of there's the sonar image that they took like two years ago and a picture of some rocks. But unfortunately, the mysterious powers of the object knock out all electronic equipment in a 200-metre radius. So, you know, it's impossible to take photos. This
1: sounds like a really naff SCP Foundation entry. It's Yeah, pretty much.
0: It sounds wow. like the shittiest episode of my-
1: of, of the X-Files. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really terrible X-Files episode.
0: Yeah. Here's one of the team who's been down to see this mysterious okay. object. What did he say? What Here's it he a quote. Like so, it's very specific. It's yeah. a meteorite, yeah, or an asteroid, okay, or a volcano, get, like yeah. or, or a base from say a U boat from the Cold War, which was manufactured and placed there,
3: okay, or yeah.
0: a UFO. Oh, Honestly, okay. it has to be something. I... Well, don't no <laughs> shit? It is something. What it is is a rock. You fuck. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. That's the best thing. It's, it's definitely something.
0: <laughs> oh, literally, he says. Like one, the, one of the things he lists, you know, could an asteroid, meteorite, volcano? Like those could all possibly be things it actually is. Like it's yeah. a, it could be any of those things.
1: That's totally plausible. Carry on. Yeah, UEFA, and,
0: like that's oh, but, not plausible, but not it's so not plausible. It's a thing we've all heard of, or it could be like I and I quote a U boat from the Cold War, which has manufactured and placed there. That's,
1: is this directly translated from Swedish or Russian? But,
0: yeah, this is directly yeah. translated from Swedish into Russian and then translated yeah. into, into English.
1: Well, I'm surprised it didn't come out like Lana Del Rey lyrics then. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then it says, so you want to buy me diamonds?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bugatti Veyron upper echelon. It could be a Bugatti Give me Chevron. It, yeah. So we've gone to the other end of the spectrum. I think we've got a spectrum now. We've got... <laughs> We've got Russia Today Mushroom at the bottom end of the spectrum. And at the top of this end of the spectrum is the Tanam Shud. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's one thing which is actual legitimate crazy mystery, which is awesome. And another thing which is just Russia Today being mental.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, good work, Russia Today. That's, um, that's good. Good work. I'm very impressed. I have, I have uh, experienced some, um, some actual crazy All right. this, this week. I, I visited jay in manchester this weekend we went to a party it's a lot of fun and awesome. then we um were very hungover and watched futurama and we also watched a crazy series of documentaries about guns which i think we will have to dedicate some time to talking about because that was fucking so metal. great
0: well what's the show called are we talking about this now yeah um i think we should get this out of the way let's um. get this out of the way so the show
1: just- is called weapons that change the world
0: yeah and it's on quest which fig yeah. used to be bravo yeah um and yeah it's it's literally the like we were just sort of channel surfing kind of tired yeah. waiting for this party to start yeah. sort of chilling out and just, and just like came across this show fucking and it's like it's an american show about yeah. guns, surprisingly Obviously. enough yep and it's just like It's impossible to like. It's it's very difficult to explain. A guy talking about with this weapon system, I could burst a shot right into the face of a
1: man standing
0: three hundred meters away.
1: As long as he's within my beating zone.
0: There was this guy. He had the first one we watched. I think there was like this guy, another guy. Like he, he's a former like U.S. Army Ranger. There was another guy who was like a former U.S. Marine, and another guy who was a member of the Israeli Special Forces like talking about how much they love the red hot barrels of their guns yeah, yeah and i was just like basically shouting at his the tv his
1: name is Will Will, Will, Will Will Willis and he's Will a Wilkes, he's it. an ex um military ranger
0: yeah and i was basically shouting at the tv like can yeah. you guys just blow each other already
1: all you had to do was add louis theroux to that mix and it would have been a harrowing documentary about a number of gentlemen coming to terms with the fact that they're more sexually excited about guns than women
0: They kept shooting like mannequins and stuff which was yeah. hilarious because it was just like a mannequin which every time they shot it would explode yeah all and was they
1: filled with realistic blood
0: yeah real imitation blood yeah. um, and then in one of their kind of simulations they had to rescue a female hostage oh, which was yeah. literally just a pillow with a wig on
1: it yeah it
0: was, it was like none of them knew what a woman looked like they know was, exactly know, what a man looks uh, like because no, that's, that's
1: the thing the bullets go into yeah women but yeah, but, confusing yeah. we know what a
0: gun looks what well that's the thing they never called them guns it was always weapon systems
1: it's kind of also a show that's made by and for the young gentleman that, um, that Dr. Simbaro was talking about in that, in that TED talk we were talking about a couple of yeah. weeks
0: ago. Well, I mean, it's also made for sort of young gentlemen who might shoot up a school. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Basically all the kinds of young gentlemen I'd like to avoid.
0: They had one thing which, like, both me and Simon, I think, got legitimately excited about. It's a Thompson submachine gun strapped to a Harley Davidson motorbike. I think
1: with a custom mount that meant that you could fire accurately from the back of a motorbike with a submachine gun, which is fucking balls out awesome
0: which i think yeah i mean we we like i think appeals to the the eight-year-old boy inside of every man yeah but like he the guy then ruined it by talking about how now i'm going to test out how stable this weapon system is going to be on this platform it's like no what you're going to do is shoot a gun while riding a motorbike like way to way to make the greatest thing mankind have ever achieved into the, the lamest Oh fuck that guy!
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, he was he was so simultaneously weirdly sexually excited about guns and lame.
0: So yeah, that's, I think that's like our, our our TV show that you should definitely check yeah. out this week. You've got to
1: check it out, if only to see how close to true oblivion mankind is at this point. It reminded me also, if anybody any of our listeners has played Metal Gear Solid Four, the beginning of Metal Gear Solid Four is essentially just. A sequence that forces you to channel hop, hop through fake television shows to show you how fucked up the world has become, as like kind of a scene setter for the the premise of Metal Gear Solid Four, and it's exactly like that. It was that so
0: just that program,
1: the nightmare dystopian future created by nano machines that's envisioned in Metal Gear Solid Four has already happened, and nano machines didn't even need to exist for us yeah. to make it. Yeah, it, it, it turns we just out straight that... up made it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it turns out we don't need nanomachines to fuck up the world. We just need to be people.
1: Yeah, that was that was fucking crazy. Um, party, pretty crazy. Party was fun times. Fun times, not, not terrifying times, fun times. My journey back home, um, I have a poor relationship with trains. I enjoy trains. Uh, me and trains don't really get on that well, though, because I tend to experience really weird things when I'm on trains. I think yeah. I just happened to be wrong place, wrong time. Crazy times are going to happen on this train. Uh, my journey to Manchester, pretty standard. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too bad. I picked up some new shoes on the way in. Um, Very nice. Went to, went to the toilet, put those on. That was cool. Nothing, nothing weird happened. They were awesome of shoes. I, yeah, I've got.
0: I've just got to put it out there. Simon has some really awesome shoes. <laughs> thanks, man. That I'm quite jealous of.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, but I, I like them as well. Turn in my new shoes, feeling good. Just listen to some music on the train. Everything was fun. Journey back, everything was fine. Nothing out of the ordinary. Reading an e-book on my phone, all cool. It's I thought it's kind of a boring first, story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wait for it. I thought that for the first time I was going to have a normal train journey. You know? Yeah straight there straight that back nothing to talk about on a podcast but then there's a very short connecting train journey i have to make from nottingham city center to the suburb that i live in live down the road from the small train station that train journey that five minute train journey was the craziest train journey i have ever been on first off it was delayed by 25 minutes because they didn't have any staff to staff the train Um, always a good sign yep um But, you know, there was an England match on that evening and it was a Sunday evening at about 6 o'clock, really close to the deadline for the England match. So at this point, I can kind of forgive it. And there was a sense on the train of kind of camaraderie. They kind of get that, oh, they've all gone to see the England match. Um, In fact, there was um, jokes being passed up and down the train in the classic, it's a late train, British Dunkirk spirit style. And then lots of people got on the train.
0: Uh, were they drunk people who'd be watching football, perhaps?
1: No, no, they weren't. They were normal people, but it was a really weird mix of people. Lots of people got on the train. It was a train to London, London Euston. That's where it was terminating. I was getting off one stop after the train left. And because it was going to London Euston via a variety of different small Midlands towns, there was a strange combination of London toffs and people who were so Midlands, they probably worked in two different factories simultaneously all the time, and then went (laughs) home and told everybody about how, when they were young, it was so much harder, even though they were probably five or six. They were salt-of-the-earth, amazing English people, and I definitely preferred them to the London Toffs. Surprising, that. (laughs) Well, a number of odd things happened as a result of this dichotomy. A family of four people, um, young boy and a young girl, I'd say kind of early teens, 14, 15... And a mother and a father, um, quite difficult to tell the sex between the mum and the dad. You see that sometimes?
2: Yeah,
0: sometimes. Like it's, Do they look very similar as yeah, well? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. They look quite similar. The people start packing onto the train because other people were coming from another cancelled train. This train's delayed. People are gradually getting on, more and more people pushing in. The daughter appears to be quite claustrophobic. And she's starting to freak out a little bit. That's when it gets weird. So the family decide, they're stood next to the uh, door on the train that's, that's against the platform. Instead of opening that door so she can get a bit of fresh air, they decide the way to deal with her claustrophobia is to crowd around her and force their faces down, craning their necks, and tell her straight into her face how fine she is it was (laughs) so she's going i'm not fine no no she's like i'm not fine and the more she says i'm not fine the closer they get to her in the corner of this really tight airless space full of people waiting for the train to leave that's been delayed by 25 minutes and she's like i'm not fine i can't breathe she's starting to hyperventilate she can't breathe you know she can't breathe because she's having a claustrophobic issue um so they're all kind of freaking out. Her mum's freaking out. Her dad's freaking out. Her Brother. brother's laughing in her face because that's what little brothers do. And amidst all this chaos, a London Toff, very soft-smoking man, we'll get back to him um, later on, reaches across and presses the door release button. And then the door opens and the, the the problem is solved. The door leans out into onto the platform, takes a few deep gulps of air, and he just looks at them really smugly and says... I think it will find that that will help. <laughs> and Bro, everybody yeah. like everybody in the carriage like he's looking properly smug and pleased with himself everybody in the area just gets this there's this atmosphere of oh no you didn't like that <laughs> totally encloses that part of the train everybody's like oh, f- f- fucking hell that was a little bit smug wasn't it <laughs> Of tats, yeah. Yeah, a I mean he, was right, but
0: he, he, didn't was, he was
1: right but he didn't need to do it in that way he could have gone are you okay um, is there anything I can do to help do you want to move over here no he just he settled for nah, I think you will find that'll help in that voice as well very nasal and then he quite rightfully so decided to go and try and find a different seat on the train <laughs> left the area we we're in as you would with his wife and that creates a bit of space now there's another another kind of family, well I'll say family it's a kind of single dad. His son, single dad's another posh London guy, tweed jacket, very well spoken. And his son's acting up a bit. You know, he's getting bored, wants the train to leave, decides he's going to create a bit of his own fun. And he's stood in front of his dad pretending to stamp on his feet. So he's stamping his foot up and down, but not actually hitting his dad's feet. So he's hitting the ground around him, bit tomfoolery. Everybody's like, oh, look at that kid. The dad is enjoying it for the first 10 minutes. First 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then it starts to get a bit on his nerves. You can kind of understand. You can see the temperature kind of building up in his face. He's going gradually redder and redder, and he's getting a bit twitchy, and he puts his hand on top of his son's head and goes, Sit down, Timothy! (laughs) 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 And then proceeds to force his son to the ground by putting more and more pressure on his son's head.
0: That's the correct way to deal with children, yes.
1: If you're like <laughs> from the 1950s, yeah, exactly.
0: The geez, it's right amazing. way to do it,
1: regardless of whether or not my my son is called Timothy. If I ever have a son, that's how I'm going to discipline my son. Just just put
0: more and more pressure on the top of his head yeah, until
1: until, until he yeah until he collapses. And then the train started moving, and I managed to get off. So I I got to see you know two social groups not doing parenting very well
0: (laughs) yeah you sort of saw a lot of poor social interaction yeah Yeah.
1: so so good work british public you uh you performed very well um and then i went to tesco's yeah um the day after went to do my weekly shop things things didn't get less weird (laughs) so first off i was on my way into tesco's you know just and i'm going in with my basket and there's a skinny, I'd say 50, 60-ish-year-old man heading towards me. He's leaving the store. Doesn't have anything with him. He's leaving quite quickly. And he seems to be in yeah. a hurry. So I see him coming towards me. And I go to step out of his way. And he does the thing where he tries to step out of the way. Yeah, dear, uh, yeah
0: the dance. Yeah,
1: we do the dance. But we don't do the dance. What happens is... Instead of the dance, we end up just chest to chest. Like we basically collide, but we both stop so that the collision doesn't occur with enough force yeah. to push anybody. We, 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 we're we chest to chest, like nose to nose. And he looks at me and he goes, shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, OK, step to the side and he carries on. And I think about it, he was skinny, but he wasn't meth skinny. So that doesn't really explain it. He didn't seem like he was shoplifting. It was just really weird. Like, Yeah, I see
0: from your story I just assumed he was shoplifting.
1: Yeah. But he wasn't wearing like any a big bulky jacket or anything. Yeah. Like and security there was a security guard by the door. He was just like, mm, just let him go. <laughs> so it didn't seem like he was shoplifting. He just didn't know how to deal with that situation. So uh, Yeah, I don't know. And then English there was people, people of Britain. You're mad crazy. Uh, Pretty much all of the social interactions that I've seen take place so far this week. I mean, it's only Wednesday evening. There's plenty of week left. All of these social interactions have been pretty poor. So I guess sort your shit out. This
0: happened to me a while ago, but I literally, I actually could have wrote it down in the form of a script after I got home because it It was was so... It was that crazy. Right. I was on the bus. These people got on the bus Youngest kind of a, a man and a woman, um, I would yeah. say probably about sort of, sort of 19 or so. Okay, um, the, the girl I would say she was probably from London or something. The guy was from America, okay. he was definitely an American. Kind of so they beautiful got
1: on? picture here, attractive young couple, um, yeah, like not prime yeah, of their yeah, lives.
0: Th- Definitely primed their lives. They yeah. they were having a great time. They got on the bus. Basically, they were talking about like some sort of like old English name. It kind of like sounded like they were talking a bit about like some coursework they had or something. So I yeah. guess they're probably like, history students or something. Yeah. We sat down. The girl sits down next to the window. The guy sort of sits down on the aisle seat, which is like you know it's a classic manoeuvre. He's yeah. he's pen- penning her in.
1: <laughs> okay, so so they're not a couple. He's... they're not
0: a couple they're, No, like he's interested and you think he's trying to make a move so he's kind of trying to do, like, flirt a bit
1: so we're looking at so two people from the same course they've got someone in common he wants to make it something more yeah
0: and like I'm, I wasn't really particularly listening so I was like reading a book or something Then I kind of look up and I hear like him say you know I missed how this led up to it but he said you're so wholesome I'm worried I'm going to get diabetes from sitting next to you which is it's kind of it's a terrible line it's a lie but, she, like, that's the thing. I was kind of like, oh, really? Because it doesn't even really work. It's like wholesome. Yeah, wholesome isn't doesn't...
1: sweet. Yeah.
0: Like, you're, but, so, like she... you're so
1: wholesome, I'm scared I'm going to get incredibly regular bowel movements by sitting next to you. <laughs> that would make sense.
0: Yeah. She seems kind of into it, though. Like, it's obviously she kind of, like, she's kind of likes the guy. And she says kind of in a, like, flirty way, it's like, I'm not always wholesome. Oh. And it's oh, like.
1: Good oh, work, man. I yeah, guess she yeah, likes I'm, him back.
0: I'm like, hey, I, I like this guy's game. Until he then just says, like. Because you're a badass. And what? she's like, yeah, that's literally her response. Just, what? what? Right. And he says, well, like, a badass is the opposite of wholesome. Like, Margaret Thatcher. Are you like Thatcher?
1: <laughs> Fucking, whoa. Okay, man. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> chill, chill out for a moment, man. Yeah. She bought the wholesome line. You're doing all right. Yeah, okay. And she's just... Don't... Look, she's, th- what? Why are you comparing her to Margaret Thatcher? What's wrong with you? Are you crazy?
0: Yeah, she's like, I don't,
1: like, what? I'm, I'm guessing, like, at this point, I'm like,
0: okay, you're, you're, your kind of flirting skills are incredibly whack. But, yeah. like, maybe maybe because you're American, you don't get why like, comparing a woman to Margaret Thatcher isn't a good thing. I don't know. I then mean, he just says, well, Thatcher is more like Satan, I guess. Are you Satan? <laughs> maybe a badass is more like Michelle Obama. And it's like,
1: <laughs> what? This is Lana Del Rey levels of bullshit. What's going on here?
0: Just, like, his mind's clearly working. I don't know. His mind's clearly not working in any meaningful way. His
1: mind is like an M.C. Escher drawing of shit. What's going on? it's like the girl's kind of. She obviously, from previous experiences, into the guy and keeps trying to pull it back. And she's to like, a "Well, it's where know, she like, can keep on liking him, obviously." So she's trying to rescue the conversation and and actually not make this crazy because she's yeah. kind of into him too, yeah. And she's like,
0: "Well, she, she's like, uh, well, I, I'd rather be Michelle Obama than." And he just cuts her up and says, "God damn, that curry I made had a lot of chilies." Well, fucking hell. <laughs> she just goes, oh, I, I don't like spicy food. He's like, I love spicy food. The small chilies are the best. And she's like, what? Like the long, f-? it's like, she's obviously just like got to react. Like, so that, gotta, yeah, gotta, gotta like keep, she's, she's flight
1: into the danger zone now. This is yes. like, she's flying over enemy territory. She doesn't know where she is.
0: It's like, what? Like those, those long thin chilies. And he's like, no, that's crazy. Don't be crazy. The short ones. And she's, like, looking out the window. She's, like, looking at the Manchester Academy. She's, like, oh, that, that gig looks busy. I hate big gigs.
1: Oh, what a so oh, fucking hell. Sometimes
0: they can be fun. No, I hate them. And then just, like, spent the next five minutes just rambling about this one time. He saw this rapper. I can't remember. I think it was might have been Lil Wayne. It was, like, you saw this rapper, and, like, he met the rapper, and, like, he knows a guy who knows the rapper, and she's just, like, nodding, looking terrified.
1: Fucking hell. How has he managed to do, like, because that sounded like the first couple of lines of that seemed like it could have been salvageable because, you know, he's been a bit weird, she's kind of into it, and then he could have rescued it. But it's just down the rabbit hole crazy. <laughs> how, and, and how do you keep on upping the ante as well? It's like... That's, it's that's like it was like, man, this this guy's game can't get any worse. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, yeah, there no, wait. it is. He's seen me and raised me. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, the worst game I ever saw. Basically, the worst game ever played. So I think that's our uh, that's our errand of mercy for this week. Entire Western world, stop being so crazy in social situations. You're freaking <laughs> us out of it.
0: You're freaking us out. You're freaking the girl you want to impress out. You're stop freaking. T- you're t- freaking t- out your ch- children and a family on the train. Yeah, and yeah.
1: Stop touching those guns so suggestively. How about just, just just, chill? Just let her talk and nod and pretend you're interested, just for a bit. Just yeah. only, only for a bit. Don't make that the foundation of your relationship. But yeah. maybe if she keeps on talking for a bit, you'll pick up something you are interested in and then you'll be able to have a conversation where both of you enjoy it.
0: But I really I kind of really wanted to like I I kind of want to know that guy's name just so I can like avoid him.
1: <laughs> avoid him or or you know, follow him secretly and just write down all of the crazy shit he says. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Man, that's a good work. So that relationship was, was mental. I kind of wonder where they are now. Um I'm kind of worried for them for her, <laughs> yeah. in fact. Um I guess run like hell is the appropriate phrase there. Um, I've been I've been learning a lot about keeping relationships spicy. Do I really want to know this? I learn it from Fox News Magazine. Oh, you know, okay. Fox News Magazine. They're probably not crazy. They're probably you know bland and evil in a kind of relentless, relentless crafty. Yeah, I, 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 way. I kind
0: of assume that sort of the people who'd read Fox News Magazine. Like, wait, it has a magazine. Yep. Fox it's, News, the TV channel, has a magazine.
1: Yeah, it's not called Fox News Magazine. It's called Fox News M. And okay. the M is written in kind of fleur de loup script.
0: It, uh, it, it's for it's a tip to keeping your sex life spicy to just have missionary sex. Just no, it's face- not.
1: No? No, no? It's, these aren't, in fact, sex tips. The title of the piece is Ten um, Pranks That Will Spice Up Your Relationship.
0: Pranks.
1: Yes, by Lexi. Amber Milt. So, Amber Milt, style and beauty editor. So, she's not just some some cranky kind of. She's a stylish
0: like, and beautiful woman, apparently. Yeah,
1: apparently. Uh, she published this on June
0: 7th, 2012. Uh, you can search for us, by the way, at oh, Facebook.com yeah, forward yep. slash Herod of Mercy. Yep. Um, and we've... Which has links to everything to do with our show. Yep. And like, yeah. Subscribe, comment.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. Laugh, live, and love with us, and also check out the the terrible sprites that I made of me. So good, so do you, awesome. Do you, do you like it? So awesome.
0: It's like I I'm in I'm wearing a plaid shirt and holding a glass of red wine. It's yeah. like literally you could not pin me down better.
1: This um this article man this article it's it's crazy. It's possible that all these people have terrible game because they're reading articles like this. Um, Could be, yeah. So here's how it starts off. No matter how great the chemistry, every relationship can get dull at times. What better way to spice things up than a playful prank? We're not talking about Saren wrapping the toilet. The best practical jokes are the ones that leave both parties laughing. Here are some clever pranks to keep him on his toes all days long.
0: Well, that sounds reasonable so far. No, well, I already have
1: a problem with the premise of this. So, really, so yeah. I don't want to be kept on my toes all day long by my girlfriend. Well, yeah, I mean, not all the time. Just want sure. to chill. Like, like, can we just sit down and watch Game of Thrones? Oh, oh, there's a bucket over the over the top of the, the door. <laughs> now you're covered in water. Ha ha ha. Oh, uh,
0: well, right, okay, I think we need to discover what sort of prank she she's suggesting here.
1: Okay, so here's number one. Pull a small piece of masking tape on the bottom of your loved one's mouse, making sure it covers the trackball or optical sensor. Watch as he struggles to read his email and don't forget to write gotcha on the tape. What? No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a really lame prank.
1: Yeah, that's really lame. That's not going to spice up anyone's relationship. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do the month's finances, make sure we've got enough money for that, for that trip we were planning to Sicily. You know, you love Sicily. Remember remember, we went when our relationship wasn't a a husk that made me want to take Vikes all the time? Remember that? Before (laughs) you started pulling all these pranks? Remember you loved Sicily? Remember you
0: loved Sicily, whereas now you love masking tape? Yeah.
1: Crazy. Why won't you look at me anymore, Sandra? Why do you just keep on pulling pranks? (laughs) Why won't you speak to me? (laughs) Right. So here's number Uh, two. That was number one. Number two. This is one of our favourites and it can translate into a number of situations. Ask your guy to go to the supermarket and give him a list of made-up things like dehydrated water, sweet salt or a blunt knife. If he's into fixing things, send him to the hardware store for a glass hammer or cement humidifier. For the sports guy, tell him to grab a box of curveballs and meet you in the park after work. Beware though, this could keep him tied up for a while ah uh, what yeah. no fuck you yeah so this this it's this like
0: oh a- I know how to space up a relationship I, like here, here's a list of things about it wait are you trying to deliberately make me get out of the house for like yeah. a long period of time So you, think- you know this is really obvious yeah
1: yeah what's going on here what's going on here Sandra you keep on making me go to the shops for fake things that I can't find leaving me out of the house for about an hour and 45 minutes at a time what's going on what's what are you doing I'm gonna have to take some more Vicodin to just just to deal with this. This is a kind of prank that the guys in the warehouse used to pull on me when I was sixteen and working at home base. You know? Yeah, I
3: was gonna
0: say this is a classic, yeah, working in a yeah.
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Right, carry yeah, on. This, so number three, if you're feeling silly, stuff tissues or newspaper into his shoes that he can't so that he can't get his feet in. Write surprise <laughs> on each one. He'll see the messages as he pulls them out. <laughs> Sandra, sandra like for some reason my shoes i was just getting you know doing my my shoes up to go to work, you know bringing home the bacon and um and I'm trying to put my shoes on, and I can't get my, my feet into my shoes, and every single one of the the pieces of paper has surprise written on it there's
0: hundreds of pieces of paper in my shoes
1: yeah um yeah oh. sandra, sandra are you are you the joker from batman <laughs> is that what this is sandra um number four Save an empty juice or Gatorade bottle. Grape or cranberry works best and fill it with water. Add a few drops of food colouring so the water becomes the colour of whatever juice was originally in the bottle. When he goes to have a glass, watch his face as he takes a sip. He will be expecting something sweet and will get a bland surprise instead.
0: It's just like our relationship. Yeah,
1: yeah. San- Sandra, I, I've, I've lost my sense of, of taste. I,
0: I, I, I'm drinking this, but it just tastes like water. I Yeah. Uh, and then he just starts crying.
1: Yeah, Sandra. He's
0: like his shoes are hanging off. <laughs> he's like he's just like staring listlessly at a glass of coloured water, weeping. Sandra, I went to the shops,
1: and I asked for dehumidified water, and they said they didn't have any. And I can't taste anymore, Sandra. You, Sandra, you've, everything
0: Sandra. that's used to be sweet is now bitter or tasteless. You
1: You've taken you've taken it all. Why have you taken it all? I remember when we were happy. Number five. If your guy is shy but has a good sense of humour, take a picture of the toilet in your bathroom, then plug your digital camera into a computer or TV and load the picture on your screen. When he comes out of the bathroom, start laughing and pointing. He will see the picture and think you saw him in there. What? Yeah. So it's so that like you take a picture of the toilet and put a camera in the bathroom, and then he'll think that you've been watching him going for a shit. Um, <laughs> while you haven't, you haven't actually, because you know you're not a freak. You just want him to think that you're crazy. <laughs> Sandra, I I was,
0: literally, I can't even work out how that prank is a thing. <laughs>
1: Sandra, I was in the toilet. I was just just going to the toilet doing my business, and I noticed there's a camera in there, and I've seen that there's like this. Is this is this a webcam feed? Have you been? Have you been watching me take a shit, Sandra? Cause that's really weird, because, like, I mean, we've been married for, like, five years. The door's unlocked. You, if you wanted to watch you, me, you just you could just ask. Yeah. If that's like, really what you wanted. The, like,
0: the other morning, like, I was having a shower while you were, like, brushing your teeth, and it was
1: that... What? You could have just looked then. Sandra, <laughs> what's happened to you? Number seven... An oldie but a goodie, Super glue a coin to the floor and watch as he scratches away to pick it up. Sandra, why are you gluing stuff through the floor? But, Sandra, is gonna... this a metaphor? Is this a metaphor? You... This relationship—it you... looks like a shiny coin, but every time I go to grasp the good things in it, all I get is—is is you laughing at me?
0: Also, why is it? Why did you super glue something to the carpet? I'm. If I tear this up, I'm gonna pull away part of the carpet.
1: We're going to have to get a new carpet. Sandra, why why are you doing this? Number eight. (laughs) Number eight. We heard this and thought it was pretty cute, especially if you have kids. Add some sweet shenanigans to your day with a little fruity fun. Carefully poke some gummy worms worms into fresh fruit like apples. Give your guy or even your kids a wormy apple for lunch and watch their face light up.
0: That's quite a nice one. I like that. You think that's sweet? I think that's actually kind of
1: sweet and cute. Okay. I like that. You think that's kind of sweet? What if the yeah? Kid it's like it's were...
0: like uh, he opens up his his lunchbox and like and there's like an apple with like really kind of like obviously fake
1: like gummy like worm. A sweet in it. looking little worm. Okay, so that's, oh, yeah, that's so cool. one of these pranks, one of these, one of eight so far, isn't a harrowing indictment of of long term relationships. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, number nine put a spool of thread in your pocket and leave the tail hanging out then tell your guy that you've been trying to pull the string but it won't come off of course he'll think he can save the day but when he tries to put it out it will go on and on and on reel him in for a kiss when he fingers out the joke's on him
3: huh. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <literally> okay. lame. <laughs> that's pretty lame that's, that's so we've got one kind of inoffensively lame one one which is genuinely sweet and seven which make me want to kill myself uh, number 10 <laughs> lastly we've got a no fail prank that anyone can do and it was sure to get a laugh open a bedroom door slightly or any door that you know he will walk through and put a pillow on the top of it when he opens the door the pillow will hit him on the head make up for it your wily ways and offer to kiss his boo boo it's
0: like you open the door and a, and a pillow falls on your head it's like oh it must have just fallen off the top of the wardrobe I'll just yep. put it
1: back up there yep but then, but then oh, your wait, wife offers to kiss your boo boo, and it's like, what? Wait, is this another one of your pranks? Is this that was?
0: Sandra, what, is this what? one of your pranks? Why? Why do? You, why does everything have to be a prank now? Sandra, what? Why, what happened to our relationship? I we used times. to be able to
1: talk. We used to talk. Remember, I miss the times when when we just used to we just used to sit and be, and you know. I I I'd, I'd sit and I I put furniture up and you'd watch me and enjoy the fact that I was building something and it was it was healthy and good and and it, and I enjoyed it but now you've started putting loads of pranks on me Sandra and and I I can't sleep at night and it's really hurt my productivity at work and the reason I'm I'm back early is is they fired me today Sandra they're taking everything. Everything.
0: You've ruined our lives, Sandra.
1: You've destroyed us. <laughs> I took the kids. I took the kids, Sandra.
0: They're not safe around you anymore.
1: They're they're with Jesus now. I didn't want them to have to live through this. And now I've I've finally come for you. Just just relax, Sandra. It won't hurt.
0: So basically what you're saying is that Chris Benoit's wife was called Sandra.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Holy shit. We've got we found out. We found out why Chris Benoit killed his family. It's Fox News' fault. Fox <laughs> fuckers. They made him cripple Crossface his entire family.
0: So this, this, week's, episode, this week's episode has really been the terrible social interaction yeah. episode. Yeah. If, if there's one theme, it's that, that apparently humanity is now incapable of interacting sensibly with yeah. each other.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess the internet won. Finally, well yeah. done, internet. Well done. You've won. You've you've won. And I think it's kind of ironic that we're announcing this using an internet medium. If you want to experience this article for yourself, uh, we haven't made it up. It has nine thousand likes on Facebook.
3: Fucking God. yeah. Uh,
0: so interact normally with your with yeah. people you know. Don't prank your loved ones. Yeah. Just,
1: just, not, just this is with them. Just with chill. Them. Just people need to learn that it's fine. People just, just, chill just
0: chill out. Chill. Just hang out. Yeah, just, just hang like,
1: out. Just hang out with people. Just hang out. Put the new Transformers movie on. That's pretty no. inoffensive. In- in- no, don't do that. <laughs> Watch the artist and
0: just no. Yeah, just that, that's just just yeah. Put put on a good movie. And just sit down. Yeah. Have a, have a have a glass of wine. Yeah. Have a glass of wine. Put on Errand of Mercy. Yeah. Just spend some time with your loved ones. Yeah.
1: and, that, and That's
0: our message for the week. That's,
1: yeah. Listen, listen to Errand of Mercy. Don't, don't read these magazines or, or listen to that terrible music. Just just live, love and laugh with us. Be nice. Be nice to each other. Look after each other. But not so much that, you know, it gets a bit weird. You should know where the line is. It's
0: been episode six of Errand of Mercy. My name is Garen Thomas. So, okay. Rest in peace, Christmas one. Rest in
2: peace, ladies and Rest in peace, keep it close, guy. If your pilot light should die, do not quake and do not bark. So you will find the spark. If your tree should bear no fruit Do not worry, do not spill You are beautiful your clarinet should break do not cry a million lakes do not cry